We good to go? We are good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pursuit of the Outdoors. No, I'm not John. John's sitting across from me. My name's Andrea. Um, I run, or oh, I'm the founder of Ladybirds on the Loose. And I'm actually going to take over John's podcast today and he's going to be the interviewee and I'm mm. going to be the interviewer. Something different for a well, change. Welcome, John. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks <laughs> for having me on my podcast. That's all right. <laughs> don't know if I said it was episode 17, but it, it is. It is, yeah, episode yep. 17, yeah. Okay. So the reason I, um, as you know, John, yep. I floated with you a little while ago about mm-hmm. me interviewing you mm-hmm. instead of, you know, you interviewing other people. And the reason for that was because... I haven't been in hiking that long myself. I remember when I was a beginner less than two years ago and I had a lot of questions yep. and I didn't know where to go. I yep. happened across you yep. and I bothered you with question after question after question Yep. and I thought it might be handy to come from a beginner's perspective and, and ask some questions. Absolutely. Um, because I think a lot of us, when we get into hiking, we look at people like you and Neil and oh, yep. there's a whole heap yep. you know, of people who there. are really experienced and we forget that at some point you started out somewhere as well. Um, so I want to talk to you about some of that stuff, Absolutely. about where you started, yep. questions you might get from beginners, yep. questions I would have had as a beginner yep. and probably still do. Yep. Um, so let's go. Awesome. I think it's, before we get into it, I think it's really important to um, understand that yes, again, we spoke in the last podcast that yeah, I'm out there quite a lot and posting on social media. So it might seem like I've been doing this since I was like five or around. So I'm, I'm I'm about to turn 32. I started hiking at the end of 2014. Yep. So I really haven't been out that long. It no. just seems that way. Like I, it'll blow a lot of people's minds when they find out that I actually have never done Wilson's prom. Yeah. I've never been. And there. I knew that. Everyone and I was going to touch yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. You're interviewing yourself, John. I know. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm ruining your questions. All right. So, yes. all right. So, yeah, I think that's just important to, to sort of like put on the table that I haven't been as long. There are a lot of times. Yes. Like Neil, you mentioned Neil. Yeah. He's been at Neil it since. Faye. He, yeah. Yep. He's been at it since he was a kid. Yeah. So he's incredibly more experienced at it than I am. I just do it regularly. I find out different things, try different things. Yep. Put things out there. If it resonates with someone, it resonates. If yep. it doesn't, it doesn't. And, and we move on. Yep. You know? yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's the sort of stuff that yeah. I think is really cool for people to know. Yep. And that's why I want to talk to you about this stuff because yeah. I, I knew that you hadn't been at it, mm. you know, since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to sort of touch on those things. And awesome. I thought that was interesting to know because I certainly didn't start as a kid either. No. I started at the age of 54. Yep. Um, not quite as young as you. but yes. um, So my understanding was that you used to play Aussie rules football. Yep. Um, and then what happened there? Like, why did you stop that? Did you stop for hiking or did you find hiking as a result of stopping? Well, I was, I was studying at the time. So I was studying online. I went back to school because I wanted to be a, a sports journalist. Um, and I was probably coming into year, year three uh, or year two or three of, uh, of the course. And it was starting to really pick up. So something had to give. So I was, you know, football training. Uh, for those of you out there who play will understand this, but for those of you who don't, you know, it's even at a local level, you're training Tuesday, Thursday nights. Yeah. You're playing on a, on a Saturday. Uh, if you're playing the reserves, you might hang around and watch the seniors before you, and then you might have a social function later that night. Before you know it, it's one o'clock on a Sunday morning and then you're yeah. finished and that's your weekend gone. So yeah. it takes up a lot of your time. Um, but my plan was to take a year off from football, but with the intention of going back. So I needed something to keep me motivated um, and I suppose 
fit and healthy or whatever you want to call it because I knew if I'd spent seven months on a couch while yep. I was studying with my laptop, I'd struggle to go back. So I thought, well, I've done a few hikes before. This was like... I okay, made... hold it there. Yeah. Because this is going to be what I'm yeah. going to lead into. Yeah. Why hiking? So I've got... Like, why did hiking come into your head of all the different things that you've um, done before, other sports or activities? Well, it was, it's, it's low entry, right? Like, yeah. at, the, at the very beginning, like, all you really need is good pair of runners, yep. some okay clothing, a, a backpack. It doesn't have to be anything special. My first backpack that I wore or used was something I'd had that I would take, you know, to mates' places for you know, sleepovers or whatever. It was like a yep. Volcom backpack. That was yep. my backpack that I took to the yep. Sherbrooke Forest. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. It was low entry. I wasn't have to train for it. It yep. was like a Saturday or Sunday thing. I could study all week, work all week, and then, you know, I've got a couple of hikes planned. Yeah. And then that's how it was. And that was um, September, late September, early October of 2014. Okay. But... What made you think hiking? You'd said before yeah. you'd done a couple before. Yeah, yeah that's you? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So With... there was always a little bit of interest. Oh, just here and yeah. there. Like I remember, what, like, and, and like I'd been on a couple of walks. The Dandenongs are basically my backyard, yeah. so it was yeah. accessible. So I thought, you know, if I spend some time up there a weekend, it, that's you know not too bad. So I just thought it would just be something that if I you know went out for five k, ten k, and just keep things ticking over. It, it, the whole goal was basically football in. So that was fifth. Uh, 14 coming in 15 I was going to take 15 off so it's basically all about season 2016 yep. so uh -huh. 2015 was all about just, just hiking and maybe going on the odd camping trip here and there and then with the thought of yep just keeping my levels of fitness for the pre-season of, um, of 2016 coming to uh, so pre-season of 2015 coming to 2016 yep fitness so levels so where did all that change for you How, um, why did all that change for well, you well put it this way I started hiking as of September, October of 2014, by December, I bought my first pair of boots. Yep. And then... Sorry, what was that again? So you started when? Uh, September, uh, end of September, start of October. Yep. I decided, yep, hiking, that's what I was going to do. A couple of weeks later, whatever, I think I did my first one up in Sherbrooke Forest. Yep. Did the loop around there, 8Ks yep. Yep. on the western, where the falls are. Um, and then... December of that year, I bought my first pair of hiking boots okay. because I did a, and this speaks to the, like my very sort of duck to water type approach with this. Um, I decided I was going to walk from my house in Wonturna up to the top of Mount Dandenong and back um, because I kind of set my goal of like, New Zealand at the end of the following year okay. very yep. quickly. Yep. I was like, oh, that could be something cool. Oh, I have to do some really hardcore hikes to do that. So I thought, yeah, I'll hike from my place in Montana to the top of Mount Daniel and back, and that was a good 25K, and I smashed myself on that one. I did 5K. I tracked it. I did about, ended up doing about 5, 5.5K per hour, but in a pair of Jeez. runners yep. and cotton socks. Yeah, yeah okay. So yep. the blisters, yep. as you can imagine, yep. when I came home were like, uh, there was one blister I had, I shit you not, it was the size of a golf ball. Yeah. Um, so oh. I'm like, I've got to get some boots. So... A month, I did a lot of research and then I got my boots, um, my Salomons, which I've still got to this day, yep. um, in, uh, yeah, at the end of, uh, yeah, December 2014. Cool. And that's really interesting. That's mm. going to lead into some of the other questions um, mm. about gear and things yeah. like that when you start out. But mm -hmm. um, you were saying, so your first real hike, I guess, was that through Sherbrooke Forest? Sherbrooke Forest, the yep. eight kilometre loop. That's why I love going yep. back there and it yep. resonates with me because yep. it's, it's yeah, a special spot in my hiking journey. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because I know that um, I take beginner hikes through there, as a lot of groups do, I yeah. think, take beginner hikes yep. through there. So a lot of people might go through there and just think, well, you know, that, I mean, look where you've come yeah. from doing that hike through there. I think 
when I take them, they might be four or five kilometre hikes. Yep. So they won't necessarily be a big loop. It might yep. be down and back up again. Yep. But um, So that's cool mm-hmm. that, you know, you started where all the beginners start. And that's the point. That's the point, you know, and, and people seem to think, I reckon, that, you know, you've, you started by climbing the cathedrals or, yeah, you know, no. or, or doing stuff like real that. Real basic. So, I'm like, yeah. And that, I think that's the point. You, you start, you, you just find something that's real, maybe local or short or whatever, and, um, and, just, and just go walking and see yeah. how you go. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of just trial and error and just sort of add and go, cool, I've done okay, all right? Because, I mean, I looked at it like it was eight kilometres. Having a, a reasonable base of fitness because of the football side of things. Yeah, of course. Like I could have yeah. easily gone if I had no fitness. I may have gone and done like the the three or four kilometer um circuit at Mount Lofty in Warrandyte. Yeah, had yeah. I known about it, right? Or maybe yeah. just a different version of of. That's Trevor still Forest. a killer hill. It, it is. It is. <laughs> Particularly when it's slippery, you can go. Yes. It doesn't matter how experienced you are, you can go ass over That's very exactly easily. That's exactly right. Um. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So it was just happened to be Sherbrooke Forest. It was yeah. in my backyard. It was close. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I know when, like when I started out, um, I had no idea of anyone who was around in the hiking community. Or, yep. So I went on to my good old Bible, Google. Yep. And I started looking things up. I found the Hiking Society. Yep. Yours. Yep. I found um, Trail Hiking Australia. Yep. Oh, I found a whole heap of different ones. Yep. So... Um, Oh, exploring the Dandenongs was probably one mm-hmm. of my main ones when I first started out for trails, looking for trails. Yep. Um, but I guess to, for me, I got in touch with you and to my surprise, you actually responded. You were very responsive when I had the most annoying of questions about everything. Yeah. And I think that's why I kept coming back to you. Yeah. <laughs> You're your own worst enemy. You were responsive, so people probably just keep bothering you all the time. But yeah. it to me, that was just, um, it was great to have someone that I could ask just dumb questions of and you weren't... Um, you weren't patronising or anything like that. Who did you have? Like, did you have a go-to or how did you find your tracks or your trails or um, anything like that? Or did you just wander up there and... Well, yeah, I mean, I, look, I looked on... I think everyone's first go-to when they jump on Google, um, if they search a trail, nine times out of ten, Park Tutorials. Website's it, yeah, yeah, so, you know, I yeah. found the one in the Dandenongs that way. I found Sherbrooke Forest that way. Yep. Um... And then I think when I discovered the Bushwalk Forum, bushwalk.com, um, yep. their forum was really good, especially when I started getting into it and especially when I first, when I decided that New Zealand at the end of uh, 2015 was something I was going to do. Yep. Um, and then, because, yeah, like the, the, the Facebook group you and I are a part of now didn't exist. Um, and then yeah, I think I've looked, looked at Trail Hiking Australia a yep. couple of times. Uh, I know I looked, definitely looked at their website when I was planning Mitchell River for... Queen's birthday weekend of that year of 2015 yep. uh-huh. um, and yeah so I just and the, yeah but I think I mainly lent on bushwalk.com yeah there's not just so much the trails but all the other stuff in there as well like yeah it's a very comprehensive forum like you look at forums you think of forums and they're, they're pretty like old hat yeah but this one especially like it's a, it's full of a lot of information yeah. it's one I would yeah. highly recommend any beginner out there when yep. they're starting out if they're not looking at blogs or anything like that um, certainly check out that forum because yeah, it's got yeah. a lot of goods and even just gear as well. Talking about gear, but the opportunity to buy gear, yeah. you know, I, I hope I'm not preempting any questions here, but like from a gear no, point no, of that's view, fine. Um, you know, it, it's easy to, if you've got a thousand dollars burning a hole in the back of your pocket, I always say this to people, it's easily, easy to go down to Kathmandu or wherever and buy stuff that 
you're not used to using and then all of a sudden you might never use it or you might use it once and go, well, hiking's not for me or I just never used it or it doesn't yeah. suit my knees yeah. or whatever. So I always say if you can go on one of these forums where there's a buy, swap and sell section to it, um, you might be able to find something that's kind of cheap, might be a bit heavier, but then you start to work out what works and what yeah. doesn't and renting yeah. as well. And, you know, if you want, you can steal stuff from somewhere. I don't know where, but you know, <laughs> or borrow. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, the point is not to go buy that $400 sleeping bag straight up. Yeah. Go and rent one from somewhere. I was supremely lucky that I had a younger sister who um, was into this whole hiking thing from probably her early, her early teens. She now lives in Canada. She, the outdoors has always been a part of her life. But she worked at Kathmandu, so she yeah. had uh, all this stuff tucked away in the top of top of our um, in the um, manhole in our house that she'd left behind when she moved to That'd Canada. Be like Christmas for you. Oh yeah. So <laughs> when I, I went through all of it and found all the sort of stuff that I could use, the stuff I didn't need, I just like whatever's left of there, um, and the stuff I could use, um, I yeah. took with me, and I still have yeah. to this day. So um, yeah. So but yeah, I think Google and um, you know bushwalking forums are probably the way to go. Yeah. 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 So you, you you talked again before about um, what you wore on your first hike and, yep. and the cotton socks yep. and um, like what else would you have gone out in? What what? Tell me what for, when you first started. Yeah. For a period of time, you said you had just your runners. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did the runners. Um, what else did I have? Oh, you had the pack. I mean, my first pack was a five dollar pack from Kmart. Yeah. I tied a whistle to it. What did I do? I think I think my well again my overnighter pack. I was again luckily that I had a brother who was gonna go, who went backpacking through um, Southeast Asia, but then decided he wanted to stay in Vietnam, and he had this. And it, but his whole plan was to do all of Southeast Asia, so he needed something quite durable. So he bought a One Planet uh, backpack. Yep. But he didn't need it anymore, so he sent it back. So I claim that. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, so that was my... And then I just thought, well, I can't use them for, for day hikes. Like, that's just overkill. So yeah. I went, like most people do, went down to Anaconda and found a, um, a Denali um, yep. uh, backpack, which I've still got to this day. Yeah. Um, and used that. So I was using that once I sort of um, uh, graduated from the Volcom backpack, uh, <laughs> which happened very quickly. Um, but the clothes, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I just... I think I... I shopped a little bit at um, Mount Designs when oh, I was still yeah, around. Yeah. I mean, even though yeah. they are coming back at some point. Um, but yeah, they um, got some tops there. Um, I went down to the Smith Street clearance shops. Oh, know. good idea. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, there was the Mount Designs one there that had yeah. everything on, on clearance. There was, uh, I think, was Paddy Pallon down there as well? I don't know. There's a number of them there. I think they might be, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, at the Alex they're all at the Alexandra Parade end of, yep. um, of Smith Street. So I went down there and found some new... Cheap items and whatever. I think one day I walked out of there with like ten bits of product or whatever for a hundred bucks, all various stuff. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's the point, you know. You, as I said before, you know, forums and all that. Just find something that's kind of cheap. So, yeah. And then when I really got into it, that's when I started upgrading. Yep. You know, yep. as you do. So, as you do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But it's good to know. Again, I think that people do start off. You, you know, you don't have to have all the gear when you're starting. It's overwhelming. It's over. It's so overwhelming. Yep. Um. I know. I. I. And I still do quite often hiking Kmart gear. Um, yep. Did get the boots and all the trail runners fairly yep. quick, and then the boots because footwear I think is important. But if you're doing just flat trails, um, that aren't too muddy, you can wear your runners for quite some time until you decide. Yeah. You know whether or not you're going to stick with it. Yeah, um, exactly right. And that's the thing. Like you can get away with so much for so long, but if yeah. you then decide you really want to do something, yeah. like the shoes, um, in my opinion, 
your footwear are going to be the most important piece yeah. of gear that you will buy if you're going to be yeah. a hiker or a camper. Yes. You, you can't negotiate around it. You no. can't skimp on that. Uh, I've got a bit of a methodology on how I sort of look at it and how you should choose it. Um, and I think it, the, the number one thing that you should think of first is frequency of use or frequency of hiking. How yeah. often are you going to go out there? If you tell me that you're going to go only hiking once every six months, go down to Anaconda, buy yourself a pair of $120 pair of shoes and that'll yep. serve you fine. If you tell me that you're going to go and do uh, hiking every second weekend or every weekend, spend that three to $400 on a pair of Salomons or Merrells or Scarpers yep. or Keens or whatever the case may be yeah. and invest. Because if you go out there every second weekend in a $120 pair of, say, from Anaconda, they will not last. That's... that's- I've never heard that bit of advice given yeah. before. Like you, you see, as you see all the time on mm. blogs and things, what runners, or what, what brand should, can you recommend? What brand do I recommend? You know, yeah. and it's the same with all your your tents, your yeah. mats, your yeah. your packs. You know, it, and it is all individual. Yeah. Um, and you know the advice the advice always is, you know, go and try on a whole heap of different ones. Uh-huh. But I've never heard that tip given before, yeah. and I think that is. A really good one and really important, yeah. the frequency. Frequency, yeah. Because why spend three or four hundred dollars on something if you're only going to go once a month or something or, or a couple yeah. of times a year? Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a really good one for people you go to take on board. Yeah. You go frequency and then that leads into um, into um, price. Yep. Which then leads into brand, right? So yeah. brand, everyone goes, what brand should I be looking at? Well, that's yeah. your third, in my opinion, that's the that's the third question. Yeah. The third tier approach to it. You look frequency, price, then brand. And then once you've worked all that out, then you go find all those that fit the criteria and you try all of them on and then it just comes down to comfort. Comfort, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Excellent. No, I like that. That's yeah, a good cool. way of, um, if anyone ever asks me, I'm going to go with that because I think that's a really good... Yeah, it seems to work. A really good way to go, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so you talked about um, your first hike through Sherbrooke Forest. Yep. Now, I know that your first overnighter was out um, on the, what do they call it, the walk into history. Yep, Warburton, yep. At Warburton. Yep. And I've read a little bit on your blog about that. Yep. So tell me a bit about that because this was your very first overnighter. You've yep. never done it before. Yep. What You know, your gear that you took, yep. your... Um, how you felt yourself yep. doing it? You know, were you scared? Were yep. you apprehensive, anxious? T- tell us about that. Um, the reason I chose it was I needed to start. By then, I'd already. That was end of January, start of Feb. So actually, it would have been this weekend, um, or maybe a weekend later, first weekend of Feb in 2015 so okay. around this time so that's funny that we're talking about it now happy anniversary yeah definitely thank you <laughs> didn't you do it last year on the anniversary didn't you do it no, when you on the anniversary no i did it um when did i do it um uh afl grand final weekend ah uh, okay because yeah, you okay. need you need sort of two days out of three days yeah. Yeah. anyway so um by that stage i already decided new zealand at the end of the year um, yep. I was going to do 240 kilometres over about a 10-day stretch. So I needed to as start... As you do. Yeah, yeah. as you do. Um, you know, just jump right in. Yeah. Um, so I needed to get my mind and my body ready for that. I thought, well, I've got to start doing some camping. So I thought I'll do that one. Um, but it's a one-way trip, right? Yeah. But I thought there's got to be a way you can do a circuit out of that. So me being me, I went and researched the entire area and found a way to turn it into a circuit. Okay, right? So you, yeah. you, the, the one that people will probably see on Parks Victoria's website and any other websites will be start at Big Pat's Creek, yep. work your way down to um, the, uh, the crossing there, 
head south um, past Ada number two, which is a can site, and then down the high leads onto Yarra Junction, Nuji Road, and then head into Paltown, finishing up at Reed's tram line, which yeah, you've yeah, done before. Yeah, yeah. What I do is I do that, I come down high leads, and instead of turning right to go to, to Paltown, I go left, and about 5k up further, there's another little campsite that, along the Latrobe Valley um, River, which you can camp at. And then you follow another road up to this really overgrown track, which then you go on that track, head north, go to Ada Tree. Yep. And then from Ada Tree, you go back to Big Pats. Now, that in itself is around 55 to 60 kilometers. So I did that I... my first overnighter. <laughs> okay. And, and totally okay. smashed myself. Yep. Um, but I needed to. Oh, just over, what, two days? Two days, yep. Okay. Yeah. So I got okay. up really early on the Saturday morning and I drove from my place in Monterna out to Warburton. Um, I started about 8 o'clock uh, and I finished that day at about oh, 5.30. Yep. Um, gear I took, yeah, again, like I feel that your first overnighter is going to be the best overnight trip you'll ever do because it's such a massive learning curve and you, you learn so much and you, you learn about what you need, what you don't need, what you like, what you do like in terms of your gear. Um, I took all sorts of shit. Like I took three jumpers. Um, I took um, three or four pairs of socks. I took um, oh, this stupid freaking tomahawk axe thing <laughs> that I bought from Anaconda, which was, I love multi, like I love a piece of gear that can do like two or three things. Yep. This was like a, a hammer, an axe. I thought, oh yeah, I'll be chopping down firewood from a fire, you know, real sort <laughs> yeah. of like, you know, whatever. Um, and it also had like a little um, tool on it that... Uh, helped you get um uh your pegs out of the ground okay yep. thinking oh, yep. i'm like because oh, there's going to be no rocks out there and all that sort of stuff so i can't get them in i'm gonna have to use something like this i'm like you know again this yeah. this spoke well, to the was, whole it was good thinking it was yeah i think my, the, my the intention was, was right sound. Yeah. but like paying you know 20 bucks for this one kilo freaking tomahawk that just <laughs> sat on the side of my pack and was more of a nuisance than anything um so yeah stuff like that that was pretty funny when yeah. i look back on it now um my biggest concern was I never used my burner that I had. Yep. Again, my, my sister had this burner from Kathmandu that I still use to this day, a little fold-out one. It's absolutely brilliant. And I hadn't I didn't field tested it. So I was taking that <laughs> there and I was having pasta and tuna for my dinner and breakfast, I think, or oats for, for breakfast because that's what I thought everyone was doing. So I thought, yep, I'll do that as well. Um, but I'd never used my burner. So my biggest concern was that I was going to be able to use my burner. I was going to eat potentially die um it sounds ridiculous it sounds a bit dramatic when you think back at now and but at I, the probably, time but at the time that was yeah. my big concern i'm like shit if i if i can't make my dinner or my breakfast i'm fucked i'm like <laughs> I literally excuse my language but like i'm, I'm I'll, I'll probably die and you'll die out here and no one will ever and, find you and i'll make a great story yeah. um but um yeah so I, I did that but then when i discovered that i could actually use it and i cooked my my lunch when i was yep. sitting at the um the new federal mill i took a side trip out there and had some lunch there and i cooked my my lunch it was like it was an unlock and then i realized i could i go well if i can do that what else can i do now yep well I'd, i've already like a quarter or halfway through my my day i'm like obviously I had to keep going on all that sort of stuff i'm like what what other things I'm going to be able to do on this trip that I didn't think I'd be able to do? But that thing for me was was a massive unlock. It gave me confidence. I'm like, oh, I can use a burner now. That's cool. And you know, that's a, I think that's a really um, pertinent point. I yeah. mean, I did 
I didn't I haven't done an overnight hike yet, yep. as you know. Yep. Um, it'll happen one day maybe. Definitely. But I have taken my burner just even car camping mm-hmm. for a weekend. Mm-hmm. I was going to be away for two nights. Yep. And I hadn't really tested it before I went either. Um, yep. But I knew that I was close to my car if I needed to go into the local town and get some fish and chips or yeah, a hamburger yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, but I get that sort of anxiety yeah. around more so, triple, yep. triple, or yep. ten times more for you with that. Yep. So okay, so what about night time? Wasn't it a bit of a was it a bit of a windy experience or? Yes. Yeah? So yes. how did you go? Like out there, you're on your own. You yep. haven't. Um, uh, people knew where I was, so yep. I, I, look, I didn't have an EPIRB with me, but people knew. I, I told my mum and my dad where I was going to be yep. uh, um, at various points during the day. Yep. So if something went wrong um, overnight, then either I was going to be nearby or I was going to be at the campsite where I was going to be. Yep. Um, had a re- reasonably good day both days in terms of weather, so that was good. Um, but overnight, a mat, like I was at, out at this campsite by myself, um, no one else around, um, very quiet. So I was in bed by like, I don't know, six thirty, seven o'clock, yeah. still daylight, you know. Um, but uh, this massive windstorm came through. Yep. Like massive. Like yep. I've never heard a sound or wind like this in my entire life. It sounded like what I imagine what an F-16 fighter jet would sound like wow. if it was like yep. coming straight over your head. It was loud as... And I heard it off in the distance. And I'm like, holy shit, I hope that doesn't come near me. And... It got closer and closer and closer, and it was like it just went straight over the top of my tent, and then it just kept going off somewhere else, off to Nuji or, or wherever. <laughs> and um, yeah, woke up in the morning. There's all this debris around, I, and I, at that point, I knew that like parking your tent or pitching your tent next to next to a tree was just a no-no because if a yep. storm comes through and a tree comes down, you could yep. fall on top of you. So I was literally smack bang in the middle of this open area, but there was trees around. Um, if they got me, look, they got me, but it wasn't like I was right near them. I was right in the middle. Yeah. But there was all debris around, all sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty intense. Like, I got up in the morning and there was just debris everywhere. I'm like, oh, okay, like that's, you know, it's kind of all loose and whatever, but like, you know, I'm, I'm all good. And um, I remember I had a, an okay night's sleep. I did hear, obviously it was quite noisy, so there was that, but yeah, that was that was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're out there by yourself and, um, yeah, so. Do you do much of the solo stuff yourself? You don't um, really do oh, much, do you? Really, like, I remember... My last solo hike, when was it? I want to say that was end of 2017, right before, again, I went to New Zealand yep. at the end of 2017. Um, I did one last hike up in Sherbrooke, which was basically the entire Sherbrooke Forest, yep. um, west and east, and, you know, so it all sort of connects together. I just did that. Um, I think that was a yeah that was that was the last one I think, by myself. Wow. Yeah. yeah yeah like I don't I don't get out too often where there's not other people around not because I just don't want to but I just you know I mean now these days I've got my business I'm like, when I've yeah. got weekends off there's no bookings I'll probably go off and do a recce by myself that so yeah. that'll probably become a little bit more frequent now hopefully yeah. not too frequent because it means we're not getting bookings but yeah. um um yeah so. Yeah, mm. okay. Interesting experience, though. Interesting. Nice. Well, your very first one, you know, were you going to survive with no food if you potentially weren't able to cook food and, mm. and then that experience of the weather, mm-hmm. you know, it's all... Um, but clearly it didn't put you off. No, it you didn't. Know, it just probably, like... if anything, maybe it had the opposite effect and made you realise that you could do this stuff. Oh, and... yeah, yeah. I was yeah. a sore boy, yeah. like, driving home. Like, there's a, there's a picture I put up on my Facebook, uh, Instagram page as well that I took literally as I got into the car um, and I took the photos... It was a selfie, whatever. Um, but like you could, like, I remember now even to this day looking back on that photo, I go, that was one tired guy because the yeah. next probably five days I was um, hobbling around. I had some feral blisters, um, 
but it was well worth it. Like, yeah, yeah. I would, I would have easily gone back and done it again. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, a month later or two months later or whatever, because it was all for a purpose. It was all yeah. I had to get my mind and my body. I basically spent the entire 2015 training myself for nine days in New Zealand. Yeah. Mind and body getting ready for it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd never hiked before. I'd never really done any camping. So I did as much camping as I possibly could, as much hiking as I possibly could. Okay. To get my mind uh, and body ready for those um, New Zealand that New Zealand trip. Yeah. Because I was doing, um, just a quick insight into New Zealand, there was going to be days, like the first three days, we smashed out 82 kilometers. And two of those days were 30, the 30 kilometers on the first day. Second day was 22 kilometers, and the third day was 30 kilometers. And there was a couple of days where there was back, like consecutive um, 30 kilometer days. Wow. So yeah. to get up the next day and go yeah. again, Gosh. Yeah. you have to be in a good frame of mind. Both, um, yeah, your, your mental state has to be good, and I suppose your physical state has to be really good as yeah. well. Um, and, the, and it worked because there's no point where I was like, I can't do this. But because I'd done all that stuff the entire Leading year, up to it, yeah. it got me through. Yeah. So, yeah. And you went back and did New Zealand. Again, yeah, yeah, again. yeah, yeah. done yeah. it twice. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, Pretty incredible. Sort of, from, yeah. from a guy who just went for a little bit of a stroll through the Sherbrooke Forest. Yeah. So this is what I think it's really important that people, yeah, people can um, can see that you know everyone started everywhere. So somewhere well, we've had. I remember in the meetup group there was one girl who you know, speaking to like how people how far people come in such a short amount of time. She started off there was there was you know she did, she came unprepared from Mount Saint Leonard like and the Condon structure is a twenty five kilometre hike up at Hillsville that's pretty it's pretty hardcore. Like it's it's a solid day out. Like if you start at about nine thirty, you're probably out there at about four thirty, quarter to five, so it's a decent day out. Came unprepared. Um and um now, like you fast forward to twenty nineteen. So that that was that was uh early twenty sixteen I'm gonna say. And fast forward probably, you know, two, three years later She's been overseas. She's now at the moment. I'm thinking. I'm pretty sure we follow each other on Facebook. Um, in Morocco. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's an organizer for a couple of groups now and hiking. Like she's just done the 52 hike challenge where most yeah. of it was done with YHA, the Bushwalking Club. Yeah. Um, very confident now. Yeah. You look at her and the yeah. growth from that day where she came supremely unprepared for Mount Saint Leonard to now to where, where she, she is. is now. And I've referenced um this a couple of times. I won't name her, but um, um, yeah, her her story and where she's come from will stick out with me for the rest of my day because I just go, that's just amazing. How that's, quickly yeah. it, you latch onto it and how quickly things can change and how conf- any confidence levels can just go. She was hiking Yosemite National Park. Yeah, wow. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah, a pretty yeah. intense territory. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that, that's incredible. And I think mm. a lot of that comes down to the supportive community as well. Yeah. The hiking community. I mean, you've got to have it in yourself. Um, you've got to, you know, want to go and do that sort of stuff yep. and have the passion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she'd message me, like, we'd have kids and parents hikes, and they're, like, little two, three-kilometre hikes, and she's like, oh, do you mind if I come? Well, of course. Like, if this means you're allowed to then go off, it gives you the confidence to go do more hikes. Yeah, Like, she's, yeah. A, she's a young um, young girl in her 20s. Yeah, yeah. No kids or anything like that. Like, I'm like, yeah, cool. If this helps you and, like, gives you that more confidence to go off and do it um, and do more yeah. and, um, you know, get that 15, 20-kilometre hike overseas, whatever the case may be, then... Who cares? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's all beneficial. It's yeah. all opportunity, exactly isn't right. it, that people need? And, and yeah. a lot of people aren't, um, as as you'd know, particularly when, when you had the meet-up, yep. a lot of people aren't confident to go out on their own no. for whatever reason. There's a whole heap of... Of course. Um, a, a range of reasons people yep. might not want to go out on their own. Yep. Um, so I think the meet-ups and the, you know, and the adventure tour companies and that yep. are fantastic for that yep. sort of thing. Exactly right. There's a, yeah. very much a social element to it. Yeah, sure. very much, yeah. So... Looking back on when you were sort of starting out, yep. would you say that there's any big mistakes you made that sort of stick out? Um, 
I don't know, like... I mean, it's probably all learnings. It might yeah. not necessarily be a mistake. It's probably not, but... I don't know, like, no, nothing, like, springs to mind. I, think, I, I don't know, I don't look at them necessarily as mistakes. No, no. I, look, I look at them as, uh, and you might call it naive, looking at it this way, but just, like, learning opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've referenced this several times in the blog and, and the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff, but, like, I got lost in New Zealand. The yep. first time we had, we got lost. Not yep. only did we get lost, we got separated for 24 hours from one of our mates. Yep. He, he went to the toilet and um, had his backpack with him, which was probably an hour. We should have had his backpack with us. And he thought we'd left. We thought he's le- he left. Yeah, so, like, that was pretty intense. Um, thankfully, I'd done a bit of a recce in the area we were going to be and where we needed to go, so I kind of knew another way to get there. But, like, it was all just a learning opportunity. Like, yeah, yeah. we got lost. How did we get ourselves out of it? Well, A, we kind of knew where we needed to be, but also what we did in that time to become to get ourselves out of it yeah and it, it's something i kind of really um hammer home to anyone who goes oh like someone got lost oh you shouldn't you should this is why you should never go in the outdoors by yourself that's bullshit yeah i yeah. think what it is is it shouldn't deter you from going into the outdoors because there's variables in those stories where people get lost that either don't get mentioned for privacy reasons or yeah. for whatever reason all right so i look at it as go well you get lost um you sit down, you work out where you are, where you think you might be, where you should be, have something to drink, something to eat, and work your, and work your way backwards and then launch from there and then try yeah, and find your yeah, way home or yeah. find where you need to be. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I've ever... I've been supremely lucky. I haven't had anything seriously go wrong. I think it's in my nature to really just research the shit out of something yeah, so to yeah. cover off that something won't go wrong. But at the same time, if something goes... Like weather, you can't plan for that. Yeah. If I give you an example, New Zealand's weather is crazy. One day, it'll be sunshine. The next day, it'll be pissing down with rain. Yeah. Um, and real sharp, cold rain. Um, and their sun is incredible. Like that first day we were in New Zealand the first time, it was... 28 degrees which is effectively our 35 here in, in okay. Melbourne Australia and it's bloody hot and you, you can't plan for that yeah um, I, I think you know if I can answer your question I would just say if you make a mistake don't get down on yourself about it yeah um, just just learn from it for next time um, and see the, the positive in it and yeah. go I'm better for the situation so yeah I, yeah yeah. I don't know. I hope that's answered. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and mistake probably was the wrong word because nothing's a mistake, yeah. really, is it? Like, we're all, we're um, all learning. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's just, just how it is. Like, you know, yeah. like, and then, again, it's it's the, the terminology and it's also, like, again, like, someone gets lost and the first reaction is, oh, this is why you don't go outdoors mm. or by yourself or, yeah. or, or whatever. No. Like, no. that person who got lost may not have only, may not have taken any water with them and no food and yeah. had just done nothing and they were just you know which still blows my mind in, in, in a 2019 environment where there's that much information out there but then again they just don't know yeah they don't know where to find the information and that's just how it is um, yeah. but then they discover a blog like mine or a Facebook group like yours or a Facebook group like the one we're in and yeah. or the bushwalking forum and then you know yeah. that, then they learn they go then oh they shit learn stuff. I've got to have a backpack I've got to have maybe yeah. at least two litres of water I've got to have um, you know, merino rather than cotton. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a, a rain jacket just in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Even though it's a twenty-five degree day, it could turn like that. You know, yeah. just sort of stuff like that. So, I, I never, you know, if someone, I, you know, again coming back to the girl who came unprepared um, for Mount Saint Leonard, there, there was nothing in my mind that compelled me to really like 
make her feel shit for not rocking up. I'll go, this is an opportunity here where I can maybe potentially help this girl or our group can help this girl because she yep. quite clearly had an interest in it. And she, I said to her after, I said, you know, okay, today, you know, you've rocked up to a pretty serious 25-kilometer hike, unprepared, not really knowing what was, you know, what you're in for. But, like, you're obviously keen to do it. Yep. You're keen to get out there and hike more. So, like, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for you to come and hike with us yep. on a 5K hike or a 10K hike. It's going to be a little bit easier, a little bit probably more suited to where you are at the moment. So, if you want, I'm more than happy to help you out as much as I possibly can. Our group will help you out as much as you possibly can. And, um, you know, and yeah, I suppose from now on, it's just, it's up to you, like, what you want to do. If you've got any questions about any of the hikes we're doing uh, that you might be interested in, let me know and I'll answer them as best as I possibly yeah. can to make, yeah. to make it easier. You know, because as I said, we, we're all going to make mistakes. Absolutely. The last thing we yeah. need is someone jumping on us and going, oh, you, you, you know, you made an error. Like, look, Tamara, when she went up to the Cathedral Rangers and forgot to take her sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope, like, if she's listening, I'm not taking it at a line, but, you know, that that was an error. Yeah. But, you know what, what I really liked about what she did there, she actually went into the Facebook group, I think about a week later, and bought it up. Like, she could have easily hid that. Yeah, yeah. She's a leader of a, at the time, like, it was growing, but it's yeah. grown into a pretty prominent group now. She could have easily said, nah, that didn't happen, or not even talk about it. Yeah. But she, as a learning experience for everyone else, and to show that it's, you know, you've made a mistake, and, okay, you don't want to make it too many times... There's a couple of people in there who who got who jumped on her back about it. I'm like, no, 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 calm down. You've made a mistake like that at some point. It might not have been like that. It might have been something small or even bigger again. Yeah. But we've we've all done it. We've yeah. all made mistakes. Yeah. yeah. You know. So That's it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. all just part of life, isn't it? You know. Exactly right. So you um you started the meetup. Yep. What what prompted you to do that? Um. So I was a meetup. What some people may not realise is I was actually a meet-up, I only ever did two hikes really, um, for Trail Hiking Australia. Because okay. I could never get on their hikes. I, I, like, I now realise, well, back then, I didn't realise it, but like when, when you become part of a meet-up, they're so big and they're, um, you know, hikes come often and they're hard yep. to get on. I could never get on one. So I contacted Darren, I said, mate, I need to get on one of these hikes, um, uh, you know, whatever. He's like, all right, well, let me know which one and I'll put you on. I'm like, cool. So I did that, became an organiser, decided I could probably do this by myself. So then went off and did my own thing. Um, and I thought, well, it's a good way to also fuel content for the blog. I just finished my course. I really wanted to start, um, a blog and, um, that wasn't just geared towards me trying to get a high distinction out of my course. Yeah. Something I was interested in. So I started the blog in July of 2016. Um, and then the meetup group started in September. Um, and that just fueled the content into the, um, into the, into the blog. So every blog I've got on my, or every trail I've got on my website, I've done. Yep. Um, and then... And then the yeah, meetup group started, and um, it just went off from there. That went nuts. First forty-eight hours, I had two hundred and fifty people in the group, and I think after a couple of weeks, there was a thousand people. Wow, it was ridiculous. It's Father's That's, Day yeah. weekend of twenty sixteen, so start of start of spring. I don't know what it was. It just, you know, we had um, that first weekend. We did um, Starlings Gap to where did we go? Starlings Gap to New Federal Mill and back. So that was about eighteen k. We had a full group on that. That was on Saturday, and then that Sunday, so it was a week later, that Sunday was um, Sherbrooke Forest. Yep. So, and that's why every year as our anniversary, so then we do always used to do those two hikes. Okay. That was our, like, yep. you know, the first yep. hikes we ever did. Yeah. Um, you know, Kate, I remember from, who's now running Hiked, she was on um, the Sherb, um, no, the uh, Warburton one, so the Starlings Gap to New Federal Mill. Uh, Bridgine was on that one, um, and a few other people as well. So, yep. yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So that went nuts. Yep. Um, you know, I don't think I ever managed to get on a hike 
for hiking. I managed oh. to get on one, but I got injured, so I couldn't go on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. As is my want, I get injured all the time. Yep. Um, but then I started doing it. I did a couple for yeah, you. Right. You gave yep. me the opportunity, which yep. was fantastic. Um, then what prompted you to move into the adventure sort of the the business side of things yeah so, so that's only happened recently yeah so that was end of november of last year so 2018 um basically i came back from my second trip in new zealand so that was start of 2018 and um sat and you know you go off and do these cool trips and you get you know people have fomo or not fomo they have like you know the after post-holiday blues, you oh, call it's horrible. It. Yeah, it's horrible. You're it's like, horrible, I need yeah. to go do something again and plan something, you know, yep. fairly soon, just to you know ride this wave. Mine was probably the opposite. I um, like I just went into this state where I'm like, you know, I need to be doing something in this space. Like my brother pestered me for the first month or two of when I started the meetup group because I had these numbers coming in. And my brother, being the businessman that he is, he's like, all right, mate. What are you doing with these numbers? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, if you charge people five bucks and that, I'm like, no, mate, this is not what I want to do. This is, I, I have no interest in it. I just want to hike and hike with other people and that, that's how it's going to be. And, um, but it wasn't until I started, um, when I got back from New Zealand, I'm like, you know, um, this is something I really, I really enjoy and that I want to do. I'm kind of like, would, if I can, like, like, I don't know, if I can, like, make a job out of it. Yeah. You know? And, um... And, um, yeah, so it's sort of like just sat there for a while, sat there for a while, sat there for a while and I had like little different variations of how it was going to be. And I sort of, sort of, I think it got to about, so it was in November, I reckon August or September. And I was like, if I'm going to be serious about those thoughts I had back in January when I got back to my desk at, at work about like, you know, wanting to do something for myself um, um, and turn this into a job, then, you know, I need to do something about it or, like, you know, stop talking about it, stop whatever uh, and just act on it. So then I just kind of went into, uh, yeah, I just started building a website in the background um, and just started putting things in place for that because yeah. I just, this, this is what I want to do. I've never naturally been good at anything. Like, I played football from 12 till I was 30 and didn't struggle, but I was never really good. It took me for fucking forever to learn how to kick a drop punt. You know? I struggled like hardcore. Guys are squeezed to give me shit about it. Like I was yeah. never very good at it. Never good at maths. Good at English. Good at history, but not good at anything. There's guys who just walk. You know those guys at school or girls at school where they'll they would pick up a cricket bat and just natural start at just everything. smacking yeah. sixes out of the park. They then pick up a tennis racket and just you know smashing everyone off off the court. Football, you know, have one. They were good at everything yeah, and yeah. they're good academically. Yep. That wasn't me. Complete opposite. Yep. Struggle. I, I, I'm. I kind of refer to myself as a scrapper or someone who's like in the trenches. Yep. Like I have to work bloody hard to be good or semi good at anything. Right. I was. I played fullback in football. I got basically. I carved out a. 180 game career in seniors basically by tormenting people I was never like I would tell people that they were the worst footballer ever and, and then I'm playing on a full forward and he kicked six uh, like 30 goals in the last like four or five weeks and he'd come up against me and I'd psych him out of the game and he wouldn't kick anything you sledge them I sledge him sledge I was a sledger right a professional yeah. well not professional amateur sledger <laughs> but the, this hiking thing nothing bothers me yep it's it, it's the only thing um, that really sort of um, I suppose comes naturally to me. Yeah. And you know I've I had a few people make some remarks about you know the way it sort of when it uh, all came down. But yeah, like end of November last year is when it all launched. Um, 
and yeah, we're now we're now an adventure company. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a lot of hard work. It may not come off. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but it won't. If it doesn't come off, it won't be through because we didn't try hard enough or any of that stuff. It might just because it's just people aren't um, reciprocating with or resonating with it. So, um, but it's it's what I want to do. It's um, you know I've put myself at a you know at a bit of risk of I've uh, I bought a uh, twelve set high ace van because yep. I recognise that in my time in meetup that transport was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. People, particularly people in the city, they didn't have a car. People would ask for lifts, but people, because they didn't know them, wouldn't offer them a lift. Um, but, you know, I never pushed it, the carpooling thing, but people were more than happy to do it. So I'm like, all right, I'll leave it up to you guys to sort yeah. out. It's nothing to do with our group. If you want to pick someone up, that's yeah. cool. If you want to get into someone else's car, that's cool. Sort out yourselves, petrol, that's just up. It's on you guys. Yeah. Um, but people then wouldn't be able to go because they couldn't get a lift. Um, yeah, the two biggest reasons why people don't, go hiking is because they don't know where to go they don't have anyone to go with and maybe the third one is they don't have transport, transport or gear. yeah it's a big you know, one i think it's a massive one yeah. you know particularly in the city um you live in the city people who work there uh, or the international students or anything like that uh and the feedback so far is that's been a really good value add like yeah. i've um, picked people up from the city and taken them out to warburton the other week and one of the guys is about to take off back to india in a couple of months this that was his first hike in melbourne after living here for a year and a half okay and he goes, the only reason I was able to do it is because you had transport. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. Um, we also offer gear as well. So camping gear is, as we were speaking about before, it's a big outlay when yes, you're first starting absolutely. out. Yeah. We provide um, sleeping bags, sleeping mats and and, um, and tents. So if we're going to go to the Grampians, you just bring your day pack and whatever, you know, your personal belongings and your yeah. clothes and, and whatever you need your water in. Um, and, you know... You supply the rest. We, we supply we supply the rest of yeah. them, you know, so it makes it easy. It's all about, much like the Hiking Society blog, the meetup, and now this, it's all about making it ex- more accessible for everyone. So what do you call your your company, your business? The Hiking Society. Yep. It's the same, like there's yep. no point. Like it's, Just wanted to make sure people knew yeah, that, just in case no, exactly that they right. thought uh, it might have a different name. Yeah, no, exactly. Yep. I think that's a, that's a fair question. Like, well, you've got a brand. I think, there, yeah, so, I, I think, yeah, it, yeah there, there would have been silly to change it to something yes. else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've just left it as a hiking society. Um, again, it's all about you know community. Um, you know, and I'm I'm lucky. You know, we employ some people as well. So yep. I've got about four guides on the books. Yep. Um, and you know they're all very knowledgeable, all adventure enthusiasts themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just you know all about you know creating. I suppose you know we've got our services and all that, but it's all about you know if you're going to come on a hike with us, you're not just going to get a hike. Yeah. You're going to get you know a bit of education. Like Jason, for example, he's a loves his maps yep and I think bushwalkers and all that that's a skill that's you know you don't necessarily be completely grounded in it but I think if you've got some understanding of how to read a map what yeah. a contour line looks like yeah. are yeah. you going to come to a hill or not what how, how to work that and all this other stuff I think that's important to you know yeah. that information yeah. is important to share so if we've got an opportunity to do that we'll, we'll do it yeah so yeah it's been um, it's, it's been a lot of hard work it's been very busy um, but I, I, I don't look at it as being a chore or anything I just yeah. I, I love I, I go to bed uh, this might interest most people I don't know maybe not but I go to bed most nights at midnight because I'm just working on stuff yeah be the, the, and I, but not even when I and I need to probably should have prefaced that this isn't just because I'm running the business this is way back when I started the blog in 2016 yeah I've been doing this sort of stuff um, since, since day one because I just I just you know wanted to put stuff out there and, and work hard on it and, and see what comes of it yeah and you know, so far so good. So far so good. It's it's done well. Yeah, like, like the whole brand's done well. Yeah, I, th- I think I so. Think, yeah, like, you know, and it's not just me. And I was never going to call it 
John's hiking world or whatever, because that's just like if I happen to kill over and die tomorrow, then who takes over John's hiking world? Yeah. It all, it's yeah. always been about the you community. You have to find another John out there. Exactly right. And, you know, it's a pretty generic name, so probably <laughs> yeah. too, much, too many issues. But it's, it's all about the collective, and it yeah, always course, has been. It's yeah. always been the community. So that's why it's called the hiking the society, because the society suggests collective community. Yeah. Um, it's about everyone and contributing, because I, I don't know everything. Like, and I never profess to be a guru or anything like that. Like, everyone goes, oh, you've been hiking forever. I'm like, I haven't. I haven't been to Wilson's Prom, seeing all that sort of stuff. Uh, but if you know something, if I do something a certain way, but you do something similar, but it might be, you know, slightly different, I go, cool, that's then expanded my mind on something I've been doing yeah, quite a while. Yeah. Could be different. So, mm. yeah. So on that thing about Wilson's Prom, yeah. what's going on there? <laughs> Why have you, of all people... Crowds. Never... But the... Tidal River. I saw pictures the other week of Tidal River. That place was pumping. Heavy. Yeah, but when you're out hiking, there's not... Yeah, but you'll still see people down there, won't you? Like a lot of people. Okay. What about just a day? A day oh, trip? Yeah. As I said, look, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I will get out there. In fact, if I have a weekend off where I've got no bookings, I, that'll probably be the first place I'll go. Yep. Just because, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Just say, yeah, I've done it. People can stop looking at me strange when I do it. But you know what? I go, you, like, Gippsland. You think Gippsland? If you're a hike, you think Gippsland? You think... Um, the prom, all right, cool. But I know so many of these people who haven't, who've done the prom, but they haven't even done Mitchell River. Well, I haven't done Mitchell River. I know a lot of people haven't done Mitchell River. And look, it, it's not as probably, um, it's probably harder than say anything going on the prom because it's like forty k round trip. Um, probably why I haven't done Mitchell River. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, don't worry, it, it is probably a little bit harder. But yep. at the same time, like you know, some of the views you get out there. But another thing that just speaks to what Gippsland has to offer. There's, yeah, there's some yeah. everyone. The views are amazing. Yeah. But yeah, look, I will. I will get down the prom. I, I just think it's kind of amusing. Oh, it is. It's funny. I <laughs> and love I know it. you cop shit all the time People about go, it. It's but... funny. They go, oh yeah. So like the, the prom and all that. Like yeah, I haven't been there. And I sit back. I I look at them and they see like their eyes just before the head. They're like. Yeah, but you 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 look like you've been everywhere. I'm like, well, I haven't I haven't been to the prom? And they're like, oh, no. that's they're like, I know, but that's the point. Like, why? And I tell them like, oh yeah, but this and the other. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get down there eventually. And then things get away and from me and all that. And you know, but yeah, as I said, I will next chance I get. Yep. Whether it's a weekend or a day or whatever, like you know, I'm, I'm okay with getting up at six o'clock in the morning, hauling ass down there, for, you know, for a three or four hour drive, however long it takes to get there, and I'll yep. just go hiking. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll yeah. get there. You'll get. I'm sure. 2019. You will. I will get there. If people listening, you can hold me to it. I'll put it out on the table now. I will do some part of Wilson's prom in 2019. Beautiful. And then people can stop laughing at me. That's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm so, sure people don't believe you. Oh no, they don't. I'm sure. You know. So, John, do you have a bucket list hike? Is there one? I know you. You love New Zealand. Yeah, obsessed. Is there somewhere else, either in Australia or somewhere else in the world, that you just think that would be the ultimate, or not particularly? Not really. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, people go, "Oh yeah, I want to go do um, the Dolomites, or I want to do Everest Base Camp, or I want to do Everest, or yeah. or, or whatever." I don't have anything like. Yeah, none of those interest me. I've got like, to say. But but yeah, yeah those are just a couple of examples. But I, I really yeah. don't have anything, and I think this speaks to my interest in hiking. I get a I get a as much of a kick out of doing Mount Lofty yeah. as I would out of doing Mitchell the one River. in Victoria, not the spectacular yeah. Mount not, Lofty yeah, in not South the, Australia. Yeah, that one. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone thinks. Oh, Mount Lofty is like no, nah, they're two different. It's ones. our one little yeah. one hundred and thirty meter high. Yeah, hill. Exactly right. It's a hill. <laughs> it's a nice place in you know along the Yarra and Warrandyte Ball Park. Yeah. yeah, I get as a big kick out of doing that as I do Mitchell River. Like yeah. so again, what I'm getting at is, 
I, I don't I don't have anything. Like yep. I I treat every hike as it is. Like the New Zealand hike was kind of cool because it was all inspired by Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Yeah, you're a bit of a fan, aren't I, you? I'm, I'm a, a bit I'm, of a tragic. I'm a, I'm a nerd. I'm a, what a lot of people wouldn't realise. I'm a little bit of a nerd. So I just combine my love of Lord of the Rings and all that with a, a hike that I'd seen a Kiwi and American, a two, uh, sorry, one Kiwi and two Americans do, but do very poorly. Uh, I thought oh, I can do that. Um, and then just do it properly. Um, but yeah, I just, yep. I don't know. I just, I, I don't have anything that really sticks out to me, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know if that, doesn't, doesn't answer your question. But no, that's fine. Some yeah. people have bucket lists, and yeah, I think that's absolutely, you know, yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's awesome that they do. Mm. Um, and a lot of um, the thing I find for me personally is people talk about Everest and they talk about, like you say, the Dolomites and, yeah. you know, like um, APT TA, and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I have a bit of a thing at the moment, and it's been since I got into hiking, yep. that I'm starting to see parts of Victoria and Australia that I hadn't seen, even uh-huh. in my 50-something years. Yeah. You know, I'd done stuff where everyone goes to the you know, bloody Gold Coast and, you know, to me that's... But since I started hiking and I've been going to places like cathedrals and Mount Beauty and um, out through the back of the Yarra um, State Forest and places like that and Werribee Gorge and... Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I thought, oh, my God, there is so much in our backyard in Australia, and that's my aim, is I have no desire to go overseas and hike. Uh-huh. That's not to say that, you know, those hikes would be awesome yep. and just spectacular. Yep. But I just look at what we've got on offer here. We're pretty lucky. We're so lucky. And whether or not you're hiking the malls, you know, the little trip I've got coming up in Tassie, yep. it's just going to be three or four hour hikes at different highlighted yeah. places along the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, because like- we've got... But even, but even, like, forget about, like, Australia-wide. Think about what we've got here in Victoria. Yeah. And what, um, one of the girls that came with us, um, to Warburton the other week in Mount Beauty as well, she's like, I'm constantly blown away by the, um, diversity in terms of the terrain. You think about yes, what we've got yes. in the Dandenongs, and then you've got to take a three-hour trip southwest down a Great Ocean Road. Yep. You think about the terrain there. And then from, you know, from here out in Monturna, you take a five-hour trip up to the Alpine Territory. Yep. It's different again. And then you go even further out, um, north, uh, northwest out to say, you know, further out like Castlemaine and past there. Yeah. It, it's different again. Yeah. Like it's 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 crazy what we we've got here in Victoria. Yeah. Um, you, you might drive an hour, or you might drive five hours, and you're going to see different terrain. Different things. You yeah. You know, like again, Mitchell River is different. Even though it's Gippsland, Mitchell River is different to Wilson's Prom, and it's yeah. different to the the Grampians as well. Like the rocks you get out there are just crazy good. That's why everyone wants to go there. Um, Great Ocean Road. Great Ocean Road, yeah, which is yeah, which is really, really where would be lucky. Gorge. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never gone out there. Mm. So used to wandering around the Dandenongs with the, you know the beautiful tree ferns and all that sort of stuff. Went out there, mm. completely different terrain, and I loved it. Yeah, loved well, that, that's it because probably... it was, you know, Werribee yeah. Gorge and um, Yu Yangs, Yu Yangs. And, and those sort. That's where I probably more I met. But even yeah. Werribee Gorge, yeah. you know, it was. Completely different to what uh, I'm used to here. Yeah. And I don't know about you, whether you yep. found when you were doing meetup, I, I certainly get the question all the time, particularly when people have just joined, yep. they'll say, oh, are you going to do any near where I live? Yeah. And I think, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But isn't it about experiencing places not where you live? You know, that well, might be two hours away. That's nothing out of your day. If you leave it early, nah. leave at seven in the morning, you're somewhere by nine, you're hiked by, you're finished by lunchtime or yeah. mid, mid-afternoon. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was doing, everything close to home. And then since our meetup started and we've got leaders from other side of town, it's opened up my yeah. world. Yeah. So that was, yeah. 
I suppose to get back to your earlier question about like why did you start the meetup, and I, I sort of really focused on like you know one because I wanted to do it because I thought I could do it, and also it would feed content for the blog. But similar to you, because I'm out here in the eastern suburbs, I used to just hang out at the Daniels, Jimbrook, Marysville, yep. um, and that's all I really did. The meetup then forced me to go. Now I made a promise to myself. Now I, I need to go out to the west. I need yep. to see the Grampians. I need to see Werribee Gorge, Yu Yang's, Lerda Derg. Um, yep. And there's all sorts of other places I haven't even been to yet, like Brisbane Rangers National yep. Park and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, it, it forces you to go elsewhere. And I agree. Like, why would you want to do something that's close to home where you've got, you know, from the city to Warburton is only 80 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really, really nice drive yeah. going through the yeah. Yarra Valley and all that, you know. Stunning. It's stunning. Absolutely yeah. stunning. You know, so like, you know. But again, it, I suppose it comes back to like, what does that one person want? Yeah, We course, We yeah. might not know that, you know, is there something else? There's a reason why they don't want to go outside of their, their comfort zone or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So, you and know. People, some people are time poor and I understand exactly, that exactly. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you've got yeah. the opportunity to go. Yeah. Um, Try somewhere different. Try somewhere yeah. different. Like, I mean, again, I suppose now that I think about it, that's probably one of the reasons why I think, you know, having the transport in the business is, is going to be good because they go, cool, I've, I've, I've just, you know, I've been hanging out out east so long, but then John and, and his guides have got, you know, hikes over in, in the west where he's offering transport. Just jump in with him and he'll take us out to the Grampians. Yeah. I've heard about this place all the time. And I've been living in Victoria for the last 30 years, but I've never been yeah. there. Yeah, I've never been to the Grand Pins yet either. It's mm. definitely a... You've got to go. It's on my list, yeah. yeah. Well, everyone everyone tells me. Uh, the Grand Pins is, is my um, prom. Oh, really? Like, you know, like, <laughs> now it comes out. See, I've been there four you've, or five times. Yeah, you've got the prom. I've been to the prom. Uh, so everyone's got three, one. Two, three times, I so think. So don't feel so bad now. Yeah, everyone's so, got no, one. No, that's right. I've got the, I've got the Grand Pins and yeah. I've got to get there. I'd be interested to know if, if someone's got their version of that, but it's like the Danny Knowles. I wonder if there's someone out there who's got like, yeah, you got the Grampians. I've got yeah. the problem. Someone's like, yeah, I've just never been to the Dandenongs. Like, oh, my God. I, if I, anyone I says they haven't been to the Dandenongs, I'll tell you what, I, give us a call. Give us a call. <laughs> we'll take you out there. Yeah, just let because me know. It, it's just, there's something for everyone in yeah. the Dandenongs, that's for sure. But then again, if they're far out west and they're like, oh, it's a bit of a, bit of a you know, ways to get out yeah. there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I've got... A, I've got one more, just very yeah, quick question definitely. before I do some quick fire questions. Yeah, awesome. So um, I noticed you put a thing up today on um, yep. Facebook, and it was about hills. Yes. And how you tackle hills, yep. and I thought that was a really timely one because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to come here and um, ask you questions from a beginner's perspective. Yeah. Um, so you put up a thing today that your way of tackling hills. Yep. Because let's face it, when we all start out people don't want to do hills because, you know, you're just getting used to walking along a track. You don't want to have to climb something. Yeah. Um, so you've had a few suggestions from people. They yeah. did, did some answers and yep. you gave your sort of idea of how to tackle yep. hills, as, particularly as a beginner, but yep. it carries you right through. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So, so what, were you, what was your suggestion about tackling hills? So basically, and how this came about was when me and my nephew were hiking through uh, the RJ Hamer Arboretum in, um, in Alinda, Backs on Silver in the Dandenong Ranges, and we were coming towards the end of our day, and we came up to this hill, and it was as steep as anything hill. If you've done that hike, you know the one I'm talking yeah, about. It's one. right yep. before the end, right? Yeah. And we're like, all right, we've had a fair old day, 15 kilometers. We've got about a k to go, or whatever the case may be. And we're like, how are we going to do this? I don't want to do this in one go. So we're like, I said to him, there's a tree over there, about 20 meters up. Why don't we just hike to there? We'll stop for a couple of minutes. And then we'll find another tree a bit further along and then we'll go to that one and we'll do the same again and yep. repeat it. And hopefully, instead of trying to do it all in one go, we'll do it in little bits and pieces and hopefully it'll make the time go quicker. 
She's like, all right. So we tried that and it worked. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Um, and then I did it a few more times here and there. And I just found that it kept working. And it, instead of me sitting at the bottom of a hill and looking up and going, shit, I've got to do that now. Yep. I do it all in one go and I'm going to struggle. Why don't I just make it easier on myself? Again, mental side of thing rather yep. than physical. And go, I'm going to go to that point there and just have a breather, look around, have a drink, yeah. whatever. And then when I'm good to go, I'll do it again. So yep. the whole thing is, is again, just breaking it down in little blocks um, making it easier for yourself and not feeling overwhelmed. Because again, like you were saying, you start off as a beginner, you're just getting used to going on the trails, right? Yeah. And you have to be confronted by hills because you're going to come across one. You can't yeah, avoid them. You can't them. avoid hills. You can't avoid them. And I'm... you'll get to like them. Oh, you do. Because it, won't... Cause it but... gets boring after a while just going on the flat. Exactly yeah. right. But if you've got this little tactic that I use, um, and even to this day, there'll be times where, like, Eventually, after a while, if you do a lot of hills, you get your, what I call your hill legs in. Yeah. And then you start to get a bit fitter and then become much easier. Yeah. But there'll be every self and what I'll still, I'll still wheel out that little um, tactic and, and do it. And, I, and it still works to this yeah. day. Um, because hills are hills and they don't discriminate. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's just what I use. And it, and it seems to work. It seems to resonate with a lot of people. And people go, oh, shit, yeah, that's a really good way yeah. of doing it. And yeah. I know plenty of people in the meetup group and even now have come and said, yeah, that, that really helped me get through that little hill because there's some crackers out there. Like, yeah. you know, if I if I look at, you know, Mount Juliet, for example, or oh. Mount St. Leonard, <laughs> yeah. like Mount Juliet will give people nightmares who have yes. done it. That, and if you haven't done it, um, it, it's a decent old hike. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you just look at a section and just do it bit by bit and before yeah. you know it, it's done. Yeah. You don't feel nearly as bad. In fact, you probably feel better for the experience. Yeah, I think so too. And um, I know I do that yeah. as well. And um, we came across an unexpected hill in our group last <laughs> Yep. Last week, I think sometimes the ladies just want to kill me on the track. Yep. Because I forget sometimes that there's been hills, um, and I say, oh, no, "We'll be right," and then we'll come across one. Like, but the and same then they thing, look at you and they go, "Andrea, you stitched it up." It's I just tell them now. Up. I say, "Look, there could be, there mightn't be. I really don't yeah. know." But um, you know, the I have the philosophy as I think a lot of people yep. do is that no hill um, is. I don't know if it's a word, unconquerable, inconquerable. Yeah. It's just that you've got to go at your own pace. Any hill's doable, but you've just got to go at your own pace. Mm. If you feel you've got to keep up with the pack, then you may struggle. Yeah. Um, but I do the same thing as you. Yeah. I do, I'll go to that next tree or to that next bump in yeah. the track just pick or something a point. like that. Um, get my breath, have a drink, go again. And another tip that actually Kate from Hiked, yeah. Hiked Adventures, I remember when I first started out, she said, and, and it, it does take a lot of power of the mind, um, but it, I use it, is that if you can look down and visualise the ground in front of you yep. as actually being flat and not an incline, it, it takes a lot of mind power, yep. but you can do it. You look at it and visualise that's flat. It's actually easier to get up. Yeah. You're still puffing, but psychologically you've gone to a different space. You're not thinking that's a really... Uh-huh. Yeah. So, For me, that works. It's not... It probably isn't... Not everyone can probably do it. I don't know. Well, the, and this is what... So the two things we've... The two tactics we've just spoken about there, or strategies, what do you even call it? What's the underlying theme for both of them? It's the mind. Correct. Yeah. And that's what hiking really yeah. is. Again... When I went to New Zealand, it wasn't about, yes, it was the case. It wasn't my body getting through. It was my mind. Yep. And I had to get my mind ready to, to every day get up and go, yep, I've got to do another 30K today. I've got a 15 plus kilo backpack on my back and I've just got to go and do yeah. it because um, I've got no other choice. Um, and that's all, it's all mental. Yeah. It's yeah. all mental. Your body will, you know, will feel sore and whatever, but if yeah. you just keep going and like, you know, not kill yourself to do it, but like just, just get, yourself, get yourself to the next point. Yeah. 
I say it with the 30k kilometer days that we were doing. We'd break it up in two hour blocks. Yeah. So we're not going, shit, we have to do 30 kilometers. No, we don't. We just have to start at eight and we're going to finish that first block at 10. Yeah. Same with the hills. I'm going to go to that tree, go to that hill, go to whatever, that bend, and do it. I did it the same. I did it with a lady on last Saturday when we were doing Macedon. She was struggling with that first hill at Mount Macedon. Yep. Have you, you you've done that? I know. Doesn't matter. That's fine. <laughs> the first section everyone does, it. It's 1.5k up to Memorial Cross. I've heard, And yes. it's a killer. Yes. I don't care how often you've done hiking. Again, someone, someone like myself has done it for four years. It still take, knocks yep. the wind out of you. But we just were wanting our way up. I said, all right, we're going to go to that corner, that tree, there, there, there. Yep. Before we not, we got to the top. And she commented. She's like, yeah, that's a really good way of doing it. Yeah. And she's yeah. off to do Camino Trail in May. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. That's thing. And, and you're, I think that's a really good tip too because yep. I think that people are scared of hills. Yeah. Um, and another question that yeah. you get a lot, I think, too, is um, people say, oh, how far did you hike? How far was the hike? And to me, it's not about the distance. I mean, yeah. most people could walk 20K on the flat. Yeah. It's about, it's about the, um, the, the terrain. Yeah. It's about what you're carrying on your back. It's about Lots the hills. I mean, you look at the Glasgow Fire Trail. Yeah. That's only like a kilometre or a 1.2. Mm. Um, if you said to someone, I just did a 1.2k hike, they go, oh, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it on that. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's, that's where the grading yeah. comes into it, right? Yeah, that's so, with the grading, yeah. So most of the hikes in Victoria on average are grade three hikes, right? Yes. So well-formed, well-signed, um, and are suitable for most people with a reasonable level of bushwalking yeah. experience, right? Yeah. So then you'll get your grade fours, which are probably like Southern Circuit Cathedral Ranges. Yeah. That's probably a grade four, the one at the Glasgow track, yeah. because you go, it's 1.2K, yes, but it's- It's straight up. Fairly steep, it's rocky. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a chance you could you might, might trip if you're not concentrating yeah. on lots of stuff. So yeah, there's lots of variables that get taken into account when yeah. um, talking about you know, distances or whatever. Because I remember when I first did Mitchell River and it, I think it was meant to be like 20k, you know, one way or from one end to the other, from Angus Vale down to the, um, near where Den of Nargan is, that's kind of like the official end of the track. And I thought, well, I can do four to 5k per hour, I reckon I can knock this over about four and a half, maybe, maybe five hours, that should be good. So if I start at, you know, we started about, you know, 10 o'clock or whatever, knock it over, we should be done by three, four yep. maybe at the most. No. Um, because I didn't factor in the terrain as a grade yeah. four hike, it yeah. took us from about ten o'clock in the morning right through to about seven o'clock at night. Wow, that's a fair hike. Yeah, yeah. it's a decent yeah. old day. So yeah. got a little bit quicker since, but the first time we did it, that's yeah. that's so it because of the terrain, like you know, yeah. high peaks, low yeah. gullies, jagged path, like rocky path. So, yeah. 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 Mm. All right, so I'm going to do some quick fire questions. Awesome. Okay, what do you do in your downtime? Uh, I am a dad and I am a social media marketer. Um, so I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I'm spend a lot of time with my kids yep. and just spend time with friends and go out and yeah. Cool. What's the scariest thing that's happened? Is there been anything scary that's happened on a hike? Um, No, nah, not really. Like, to be honest, like, I'm, I've been, I think I've been yeah. fairly lucky. Like, we, I think the first time we did Mitchell River, we overshot. We got to Billy Go Bend at 5.30, and I think we thought the end was a lot closer than it was. So we decided we were going to push on, and walking around in the dark is not particularly fun when you don't have yeah. a head torch, but that kind of speaks to how green I was back then. Yeah. So, um, no, not, not, not really. Nothing scary, really? Nah, no. not really. Funniest thing? Um... Funniest thing, um, I don't know. Oh, it was funny, like when we, when we were getting back in, when we were in New Zealand the first time, this guy gave us a lift down to a start of a, um, 
a, uh, a uh, was it a, a, a trial, a 9K trial that was going to take us into a, um, into a hut. We were going to be staying that night for New Year's Eve. Good fella. He had these like dogs in the back of his car, which like think of those dogs you see in Wolf, that movie Wolf Creek. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yep. mm. I said to the boys, put your hands in your packs and um, just stick close to me because if, you know, something happens, like, you know, that, so that could have been a little bit scary, but it's yeah, a, he yeah. was a nice bloke, really lovely guy. And drove but so was Mick Taylor in so Wolf Creek. So was Mick Taylor, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, we got a bit further down the road and it was all good and, you know, I don't know if this is funny or not, but he's like, oh, yeah, so where are you guys headed? We're like, oh, we're going to, mine came that way. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. So it's New Year's Eve. I'm like, yeah. And he rolls out and he goes, Here's a couple of joints, boys. And we're like, mm. <laughs> I said, look, <laughs> I'm a lot older of these boys. And if it was a completely different situation, maybe. But like, look, I can't. Uh, yeah, he's like, ah, that's all right. I'm like, you know, he's like, I thought you boys just, you know, you know New Eve and all that. I'm like, oh, no, nah, it's all good, mate. Like, you know, he's just, yeah. you know, just, he's just, he's just been a good fella. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah. So that's kind of funny. I don't know. That's good. It's all part of the experience, yeah, isn't exactly it? That's right. a good adventure. O- overseas yeah. and, you know, like, we're just keen to get where we wanted to be. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, cool. Um... The weirdest question you've ever had. Have you ever had a weird question? Um, what's that? Oh, Please I, don't say it was one I ever asked you. Oh, there was plenty, but I was question the No, um, I think one of the weird questions was, um, so when I was running the meetup group, um, meetup is effectively a social media platform if you really think yeah. about it, right? Yeah. Um, there was a lady, we had a policy of just for safety reasons for the, the members' safety and our safety as organisers, that everyone had to have their uh, a photo of themselves showing their, their face. Yes. Now, they could have put anything on there. They yeah, could have yeah. put a picture of some actor and said, yes, I'm uh, John from Montana, but yeah. it's like Johnny Depp. It's like, that's not you. Um, <laughs> but there was one lady who's like, yeah, I, I refuse to put um, my, my picture on there because, you know, like, I don't want people to find me on social media and all that. I don't want them to find out what I look like and all that. And I just sort of... Look, I understand the whole safety reasons, yeah. but if you turn up to a hike, you do realise we're going to find out what you look like. Yeah. Um, okay, you might put a different name, whatever, but we're going to know what you're going to look like. So it's just sort of diff- it's interesting how people's minds work in that yeah. sort of space. You know, yeah. eventually when we close, we'll close, finished up, what do you want to call it? We had, you know, just under 6,000 people in the group. So you're dealing with just under 6,000 personalities and different wants and needs. So, um, yeah, I think that was that was pretty weird and, and interesting. Um, a lot of people making, re- or some people... Not some people. One lady made a request. She's like, John, I love what you're doing. Um, I think this is early days of the meetup. I think um, the group is fantastic and you're offering a lot of hikes and all that. She goes, but I'm not willing to travel. And I'm not willing to jump in the back of anyone's car for safety reasons. And I don't really want to travel myself. And I live out here. And I'm just wondering, can you put on a hike near me and um, near public transport so I can get access to it? And I said... Hello, such and such. Love that you're so interested in the group. But unfortunately, um, given the group's at a reasonable size now, it's going to be really hard to cater for everyone's individual yeah. needs. So, like, I know you don't want to travel and all that sort of stuff, but unfortunately, if, with a group like this, you might have to. Yeah, um, yeah. So maybe, I don't know, unless you change your thought process, maybe this group isn't for you. And I, Yeah, and yeah. I do, that's not unusual. Sometimes no. we get those questions yeah. too, um, and I understand why, yeah. but... But it's you know you can't just cater to nah. the to the one person unfortunately. Yeah, exactly right. So um, I reckon that's about it, John. Awesome. Um, is there anything you wanted to say? Um. Oh look, I think I just appreciate you wanting to um, have a chat to me about you know what I'm up to or my thoughts on certain things and uh, and all that. So, like I always love talking about 
hiking and the outdoors with anyone that I can, you know, yeah. can do. Like, I'm bow you up in a corner and talk to you about a trail that I just went on or a trail you just went on. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, so I'm just keen to just chat about it, whether it's my stuff or someone else's stuff. But, you know, being having this podcast where the whole point of this podcast was to talk to other people about um, what they're up to and whatever. But, you know, maybe having that opportunity here and there where someone goes, hey, like, let's, let's, you know, start hearing your thoughts on some things that are outside of the blog and and whatnot. And um, yeah, I think that's that's nice. So I appreciate you know you wanting to take the opportunity to do that. And um, I think I just also would like to say, just for you personally, I'd like commend you on what you're doing in the outdoor outdoor space, particularly in your niche. Like you know, we've we've spoken ad nauseum about this, but I think it's also you know uh, worth further highlighting that you know. You only started a couple of years ago. You've now got a group that's targeting you know forty plus. Um, uh, years old uh, females who you know have sort of their kids have um, left home and all that and they were looking for something to do yeah, yeah. so no I, th- I think what you're doing is is absolutely awesome um, as are all the other groups we're all offering something different but yeah, specifically yeah. with you um, and yeah what you're doing is I think is absolutely amazing and I think you should be pretty um, damn proud of yourself what yeah. you're doing well so, you know yeah. it wouldn't have happened had I not asked you all those ridiculous questions um, when first I headed up into the dandenongs yeah no it's, it's, it's funny know, how it all works yeah. out isn't it yeah so, well who'd have thought back then that like you were clearly on a, on the path to where you were going and I certainly had no thoughts of mm. I certainly would never have thought I'd be sitting here interviewing you yeah well yeah, yeah. this is how it happens yeah and yeah I think we're just we're we're supremely lucky to be a part of such a really good community yeah in, in here in Victoria yeah. like you know it's yeah. like you know everyone kind of knows each other everyone's kind of willing to help yeah absolutely and, um yeah it's just really good so thank you very much well Appreciate thank you it. for your time no to, and coming here to your own house today yeah exactly to be interviewed so yeah exactly no, um not a drama yeah all the best for the new um business as well definitely thank you very much good on you. okay cheers